Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. First Peter 5.14, Peace. Greet one another with the kiss of love. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. This is typical ending to a letter. We see the uh, aspect of the peace and the shalom of God uh, and the grace of Christ that are passed on, especially through Paul and his letters. But this idea of greeting one another with a kiss of love is used four different times by Paul as well in his writing to the church. Remember, this is relational culture, group culture, uh, welcomes people with expressed affection. Uh, Paul will call them to give a holy kiss uh, at different times. Uh, Some of you may have lived in cultures that kissing as greeting was just a part of the regular uh, flow of everyday life. We lived in France for 18 months, and the kiss on the cheek was just like a handshake. Uh, was when I was growing up. Uh, I've ministered in the Ukraine, and uh, one of the Ukrainian-slash-Russian traditions was for men to kiss each other even on the lips. Uh, We live in a a non-relational culture uh, in the West. Some of you might not be in that kind of context where you're listening to this, but in my context, the, the thought that goes in your mind when you come and see one is to hug or not to hug. Um, we d- have even moved away a little bit from handshakes. So there's this kind of negotiation that's happening when you come to someone. Are they going to give you a handshake? Are you going to hug? What, what's going to be the process? In the relational culture, it's all about expressing your uh, camaraderie through touch. And the kiss was one way uh, of doing it. Uh, When Peter uses these words, greet one another, we think of all of the one another expressions that have already been seen in this letter. But throughout uh, the biblical context, this was a phrase of mutual love. Uh, Jesus uh, commands us to love one another. Paul talks about us being devoted to one another. Uh, Another spot, he talks about honoring one another above ourselves. We're to live in harmony with one another. We're to build up one another. We're to accept one another. We're to be uh, people that admonish one another, even while we're caring for one another, to serve one another, to bear one another's burdens, to speak the truth in love to one another, to be patient with uh, one another, um, to consider others, one another better than ourselves, to look to the interest of the others teach one another, comfort one another, encourage. I mean, it comes up over and over. We, we refer to these as the, um, uh, the one another's of the scripture. It's talking about the mutuality of our relationship. Truth of the matter is that when we do this, there's a greater opportunity for peace in our life. And remember, peace from Peter's perspective is a shalom or a well-being that will give us uh, a sense of security and safety, especially in the context of this New Testament church that was totally under fire from the outside. 
And once again, can't help but remember that the two key words in all of the New Testament are these two words, in Christ. Uh, this becomes the inheritance that is ours by choosing to live into community uh, in a way that Christ has commanded us. Um, I know I've reminded us this before, but I think the, the most compelling so what when we come to an end of a letter like this is a reminder of how important our community is. The now what is to invest in my spiritual friendships for my own sake, my own sense of well-being, for the sake of those that I'm investing in, because it's not just about me. It's about the flourishing of the community in which I live, uh, but also for the glory of Jesus. Because when we do the one another's, he is glorified and the world is drawn to him. So Lord, we give ourselves to you. We pray that through our lives, there would be expressions of love, whatever is appropriate in our culture. And as a result, your peace would flow. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.